What's up, Wholesale 2 Million family? Your man, King Kong, is bringing you back with another episode. Happy Monday. So in this one, I'm going to talk to you guys about is what if I can't find a buyer, right? What if I cannot find a buyer for my deal? So let me share with you what you do, all right? So what you do is if you cannot find a buyer uh, for your deals in the time frame that is needed, you got to make sure that whatever's in your contract that you tell the seller and agreed upon. So if you said, hey, um, you know, closing within an next 30 days you know we're going to close on it within the next 30 days so you got to make sure that before the 30 days is up like maybe on the 28th obviously you know we want to let the seller knows um you know want to let them know give them as much time as possible but if i say if it really comes down to you trying to do everything you can and you cannot find a buyer make sure that you let the sellers know um you know, uh, a day or two prior before closing and make sure you let your title company know as well. So if it comes down to like, I would let the title company know 10 days in advance or so and say, hey, you know what, uh, we might have to put this file on hold. That way the title company or the attorney knows what they're doing. Otherwise, they're going to start sending out the paperwork uh, to the seller. So you want to let your title company knows or your attorney knows in advance that, hey, we, can, we might put this file on hold. We might need to talk to the seller because due to inspection, yada, yada, yada. Like you, you don't have have to give them any kind of a, a reason by be, besides saying hey we're going to put this file on hold but i'm just saying you know it's, it's, it's nice to build that uh, that relationship with your uh, title company or your attorney just say hey uh we're going to put this file on hold um you know due to inspections there's things that come up and in the meantime what you can do is you can um you know i think i share with you guys already if i have it in the meantime what you can do is you can ask the seller for an extensions ask the seller for the uh, for more time um, but basically, if you cannot find the buyer for the deals, the beauty about wholesaling is as long as your contract is, is, is solid, right? Our, like our contract gave us all the way up to the day of closing to back out the deal uh, for any reason. Like any reason. Oh, I don't like the paint today. Oh, I don't like, uh, um, you know, I, I, I don't like how the, 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 the grass is too tall today. Like it can be for any reason. So you want to make sure that your contracts, um, it's, it's, it's really solid and it gives you all kind of contingents, uh, um, you know, to back out of the deal but basically if you cannot find a buyers you can always back out the deal at any time and you'll be able to get your earnest money back you walk away scratch free all right now that's just that's just in my experience all right i'm not that's just in my experience so uh, basically you got to make sure that, that the contracts is solid that it's going to protect you 1000 percent all right very very important um but that's the beauty about wholesaling is that if you cannot find if, if you cannot find that buyers in in the time frame and you don't want to move forward to close on the property you can back out you get all your earnest money back uh, and, and and you walk away scratch free and then the seller obviously now can sell the property to whoever they want and then you know um, so that's that's the beauty about wholesaling the you know when you fix and flip you know you got to make sure like you like when you buy the property like you're done like you you you're stuck with that property all right. So anyways, I hope that gives you a clear more pictures and um, what involved you can't find a buyer because when I first started, that was kind of one of my worries and one of my concern is like, hey, you know, I understand I tie this up, but now I have this legal buying with the seller. I got to buy the property, you know, what, you know, in an X amount of time frame. What if I can't, you know, what if I, I don't have the money to buy it? What if I don't want to move forward to buy it and I can't find a buyer? What's going to happen? Are the, are the seller going to come after me? Is the seller going to sue me? You know, like, like, like what kind of things is going to happen? Because I don't want to have anything to deal with an attorney. I don't want to go to court. I don't want to, you know, be sued or, or go to any kind of a, um, like any drama, right? So I'm sharing with you right now throughout my experience, 
all right, throughout my experience and, 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 and my mentor and, and many people um, that have done this. Make sure that your contract is solid. All right, make sure your contract is solid. It's going to give you a way out. So that way, there's none of that drama is going to come up. Okay, none of that drama is going to come up. And you just want to make sure that you keep the seller in the loops of what's going on, you know, of what's going on. And we typically, you know, give the, the, our seller at least 15 days in advance know and say, hey, you know, you know, if, if we feel like it kind of comes down to, we, we at least let the seller know to 15 to 10 days prior before closing of kind of what's going on. If we can't find a buyer in that time frame, um, then we kind of give them a heads up, you know, try and make sure we stay in communication with them, build that rapport. And if you get that rapport, that, 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 uh, that relationship with the seller, um, like strong, I mean, typically the seller would give you more time if you ask for an extension, it's just about, you know, give, uh, get more time on, um, on the time frame on trying to find that um, that uh, that buyer all right so anyways I want you to relax all right I want you to relax don't get all don't get all like crazy because because I, I know a lot of you like hey Kong I got a piece of you know I gotta sell like something offer oh my gosh what should I do now and then you know like you get all nervous at first you're all stressing out trying to find the deals if you if this is this is you if I'm talking to you listen to me you know you first you work so hard you're trying to find the deals and then all of a sudden you gotta sell you, you got a, a motivated seller said hey okay I'm good to go I'll accept your offer accept your offer and then now you're like oh my god you send them the contract they sign a contract and now you're like all scared or even before before that you get all nervous you get all scared because you are afraid because you are afraid and you are um, uh, I mean the fear comes up right the fear comes up because you're uncertain right you're uncertain because you don't know the outcome you don't know what's going to happen because like it's the unknown like you don't know but once you know that hey if you can't find a buyer you can cancel the deal nothing happened then you'll be more relaxed more at ease when the seller said, hey, let's go, let's rock and roll, let's sign the contract, just like with an agent. And, and I've been through it. That's why I know I know all the feelings and, and what's going on on the inside. You know, I remember the first time I got an offer accepted through an agent and he sent me the contract and the seller signed. It's my turn to sign. i like, oh my gosh, like I'm so afraid to, 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 to sign it. I was like, you know, because I was like, now there's an agent involved, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, it's, it's not my contract. It's an MLS contract. What should I do? It's all that. So let me share with you as well on the same episode. So if you're working with an agent, if they use the MLS contract, you just want to make sure that's there, that there's a contingent in the contract, all right? You just need to tell the agents, hey, I need a 30 days inspections or a 15 days inspection. So there's two ways that you can get out um, uh, using the MLS contract. One is a feasibility contingent. Feasibility, which means you're as a buyer, buyer, you're allowed to have a time frame to do your due diligence, to, 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 to do whatever it is that you need to do before you move forward and say, hey, yes, I'm ready to move forward to buy the property, all right? The other one is an inspection contingent, all right? The other one is an inspection contingent. That's one, that one I don't really need to explain. You know, it's just having a contractor. You come out there. Or anybody can come out there and, you know, inspect the property. If you don't like it, then you don't have to move forward uh, to buying the property. But as long as you have one or the other, one or the other, all right, in the MLS contract, let the, the realtor feel free. I, like I said, I'm sure sharing with you my experience and my opinion. All right, I'm not giving you any kind of legal advice or anything like that. I want to make sure I put the disclaimer out there. So as long as the, one of those contingents in there, you are solid, you are good to go. So within that time period, you can always back out the deal. You get your earnest money back, walk away scratch free. All right. So don't get all worried or, or crazy or, or stress out. When you get a good deal, accept it. Go ahead, move forward, sign it. You know, make sure you put the contingent in there and you're ready to rock 
and roll. All right, you guys, today is Monday. I usually do a Motivation Monday, and listen to me, man. And for those of you who don't know my stories, King Kong, man, start from, start from the bottom, man. I start from the bottom, came over here, you know, came over to Vietnam at the age of nine, grew up in a mud hut, man. I screw up dirt poor, so like talking about poor, man. I used to catch frogs for dinner, bro. I used to catch frogs for dinner. Um, I, 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 I used to remember there's, there's, there, there were days where my dad didn't eat um, and go to sleep hungry because he, um, he gave the food to us because there wasn't enough food to go around to the entire family. So, I, you know, I, I grew up with... Uh, I grew up, um, grew up with like six or eight other siblings, right, sister and brothers. So you know, it's a big family. So I want to let you guys know that I came up, my whole family come over here, uh, w- w- like with nothing, right? We came over here with nothing, uh, and we got sponsored. I remember the first day that I, I saw a refrigerator and carpet. In my country, you, like you won't see carpet. There's no carpet, man. There's no carpet in my country. All right, no carpet. I remember for the first time seeing carpet. I was like, oh my god, what is this? Like, it's what's this? this I remember I was remember laying it down you know like laying down rubbing my face against it it's oh my god man and when my whole family saw a refrigerator in my country man I dude in my country man nobody in the village has a refrigerator man refrigerator is only for the baula only for the rich people man so when we first saw a refrigerator we're like oh my god we hug it we didn't we didn't even know how to operate how to use it but my gosh man so I'm telling you, man, I'm coming from nowhere, coming from nothing. Um, you know, when my wife and I, you know, started out at the age of 18, man, we live in a little shack behind a mobile home park, both high school dropout. And uh, all we got, like all I got with me is the work ethic, man. I'm just willing to grind, willing to hustle, willing to, to put in the work to figure everything out that is needed, right? Doing whatever is necessary, whatever is required for me, you know, always putting priority first. And that is, you know... Um, it's 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 uh, it, it always put pr- pr- priority first, man. It's financial freedom. Got to get to the financial freedom point, man. Right. So so I'm telling you, like, there's nothing special, nothing smart about King Kong, man. If you met me in real life, man, I'm just an average guy, more average than any people that you have met with, that that I've met. That you have met, I promise. Um, you know, I, I, I can, I'm not good at writing, not good at reading, not good at spelling. I suck. And that's why if those of you who follow me on YouTube or Instagram, you, I mean, you can probably see my spelling, my grammars, errors, and all that, man. Shit. So, anyways, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go ahead and hit me up. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot, like a period, W-T-M. And also, too, if you haven't followed me on YouTube, go to Wholesale to Millions, Wholesale to Millions, and I'll see you guys next time. Once again, I wish you health, wealth, love, and happiness. And tr- and and please, please stick with this game. I promise you all the hard work, everything that you have made, all the sacrifice, all the hard work that you are going through right now will pay off. And it will taste so, so delicioso. Until next time, you guys. Ciao.